When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, mamas. Hey! Sorry, I did not mean to yell that loud. I recently re-listened to one of my podcasts and was absolutely horrified to hear that whenever I raise my voice like above speaking level, it actually sounds like I sharded into a microwave, but I had just eaten tinfoil for the past week and it just blew up the microwave. Like That's what it sounds like every time I scream. So I'm very sorry. I was unaware, and if any of you have hearing problems now, I hope you live in Canada so you can get our free healthcare. Hi. How are you all doing? Missed you. Missed you a lot. Today, I want to talk about um, this. Ooh, I feel, like, I, I feel like I've really been kind of digging into some controversial topics recently. You know, last week we talked about plastic surgery, which is a very um, touchy subject, to the plastic surgerized, to the people that look like they just ate at Red Lobster but are allergic to Red Lobster. But today I want to talk about um, the <sighs> stupid people. Stupid people. And I'm going to say, when I say stupid people, I refer to a, a broad range of people. And... I often refer to a, just um, almost anyone can be a stupid person. It's not necessarily who you are deep down inside, but you can be a person that's being stupid. Therefore, you are a stupid person. Now, <laughs> I, I really st- I'm going to start prefacing these episodes where I talk about controversial topics by saying I, I'm just a stupid little YouTuber sitting on a wet green screen and I don't understand why it's wet but it's like literally soggy for some reason like basically my opinion does not matter I'm just blabbering and I'm just ranting because it's fun and running my mouth is silly until I actually get beat up y'all the way like I, I I there was a period of time like 2020 I think when I was just like making fun of Bryce Hall for no reason like every chance I got like <laughs> they were like my he was like my Amish people at the time like right now like it's very much like whenever I want to make a joke at someone's expense I'm like let me make fun of the Amish for no reason but it was like Bryce Hall was like the it boy in my mind for a while I was like let he will be my target I will target him for no reason but I saw him in person for the first time like last month at this event and I was like <gasps> now I'm not saying that anyone outside of y'all watches my videos, but sometimes it does surprise me who is like, yeah, I watch your videos. I'm like, what? So I saw him and I was like, oh God, maybe he's seen a TikTok that I've made or something. And I got very scared and he made me realize I had like a little moment to myself where I was like, whoa, my actions could have consequences, but I don't think he knew who I was. So we're good. Um, Didn't get beat up. Like he's like, the one dude where, I don't know if he still does this, but he'd be like, 
Yeah, this is my impression of it. Leave all. <coughs> Keep it off the internet. Let's fight in real life. That's that's as far as that impression is going. I don't know what I thought. Any, I don't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The train of thought derailed. Hi. Hi. So, basically, my opinion doesn't matter. Let's get into the topic. Stupid people and how to get along with them. That'll be the unofficial title for this episode. I have a lot of people in my life have had a lot of people. I usually cut them out when I discover that they are truly a stupid person, but I've had a lot of people in my life that do stupid things. And by stupid, I mean things I maybe don't necessarily agree with, things that I think don't make sense. Their actions don't make sense. And I'll give some examples. I have been friends and am friends with people who have completely different views on things than I do. So d- take me, for example. I am I'm very m- much left-leaning on most things um, without getting too political. Like all for, um, th- I don't know, <laughs> all for left thing. Sometimes I forget that I literally like, I was going to say all for vaccines, which I am. But I like, it reminded me of when I did that like interview with Dr. Fauci. This is so random. Dr. Fauci is a doctor in the United States who was like the the Biden administration. So like the president of the United States is like key guy during the pandemic. And the White House reached out and they're like, we want you to um, spread the word about the vaccine and that it's safe and all this. And I did it. But I was like, whoa. Like I like I, I put a beat, a can of beans in the microwave and somehow I'm just talking to the chief doctor on coronavirus of the United States. (laughs) But anyways, I'm mostly left-leaning, okay? Um, uh, LGBTQ ally. Um, I believe in abortion. Things like that, okay? Um, I've never voted. Okay, listen. I've never ever voted. Well... I'm a Canadian, so it's not like it's not like I'm saying I I I've never voted when it was like Biden versus Trump. No, we're okay. That w- that wasn't on me. That was on y'all. But I am Canadian, and there was one election where I did pull up to the voting place to vote, and this was like my 2018 YouTube era. I had 500 subscribers, and I thought it would be funny to write down Dr. Phil's name on the ballot and vlog it. The thing about my YouTube channel back then that, like, y'all need to understand is I would have these, like, ideas for, like, things that I think would be funny, 
and I would do it, and it would literally be the dumbest video ever. Like, it could have been a TikTok. This was before TikTok. So, like, obviously, maybe if I went on my TikTok account and recorded me writing down Dr. Phil on an official election, federal election ballot, maybe it would get some likes. People like, ha, 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 But I did this for a YouTube video. So, with YouTube, this was before shorts or anything. So they're, like... You'd have, they were the most boring video ever because for the first three minutes, I'd be like, hey guys, today I'm going to go to the ballot office and then I'm going to write down Dr. Phil's name. Dr. Phil is a celebrity doctor. You may have seen him on the Dr. Phil show. All this useless filler, but that's besides the point. We're getting too off track. I went there and was vlogging it. I went and grabbed my ballot, took it to the thing, recorded me um, writing down Dr. Phil. Which, by the way, fun fact, you can't write in candidates in Canada. I didn't understand this, but <laughs> that is not a thing that you can do in Canada. In the United States, if you want someone else to be president, you can do that. Like, when everyone wrote D's nuts on the ballot, you can do that. And those votes count to D's nuts. And it's probably never going to happen. But if you, if every, if like 160 million people wrote down D's nuts for president on the ballot, D's nuts would be elected and be the president of the United States. If that is what D's nuts so chooses, I think. But that's not the case in other countries in Canada. So not only was I a clown for that, you also can't record in polling stations. And furthermore, you can't upload it online. So I'm taking my ballot and I'm like vlogging myself like an idiot. I have my phone and I'm like, Going up to submit my ballot, and this guy in a suit comes over. He's like, you cannot be doing that. You need to delete that right now. And I was like, huh? I didn't know how illegal it was to do that, to record or take any picture of even your ballot. If you, like, posted a Snapchat of your ballot, and we're like, <laughs> my ballot, I voted. That's illegal. In, in Canada, I don't know about other places. I think it is in the United States, too. But anyways, um, so I've never voted. My vote has never counted towards anything. They s- ripped up my ballot in front of my eyes. It was quite traumatic. But back to the original point. I'm friends with a lot of people that don't share the same values as me. And I know a lot of people, especially like, I don't know. I feel like recently a lot of people have kind of made it this thing where you should not be hanging around people that have different views than you and, like, have different beliefs and, like, viewpoints, even if they're, like, literally completely wrong, like, actually, like, the dumbest, stupidest beliefs ever. But I'm going to take a – I'm going to take a step away from that ideology. This is me scooting my BBL butt over this way. To say that is not necessarily the best course of action. Now, let me describe that. For example, I have a friend who um, has voted Republican, um, has a lot of right-wing views. And out of those views, you know, some of them, like, directly are, like, offensive to me, and I'm like, okay. But we still get along famously. And that might come as a shock. You might think, like, well, that well, that just isn't right. But 
And that is honestly how I thought for a while too. You know, like when when we were first becoming friends, um, I was aware that like this person had these beliefs, had these viewpoints. And in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, well, like I shouldn't be hanging out with this person. This is like very, very weird. But I realized that it doesn't necessarily have to affect me. Now, this is take this with a grain of salt. By no means do I mean if someone has viewpoints that are like racist or sexist or like homophobic, that those are like valid. No, 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 no. That's not what I mean, mamas. <laughs> but, and I know like a lot of those values can be found in like the right wing side of things, in the side of politics. But this friend does not have those. Um, just just differs in certain views that I feel. Now, you might think, like, how how can those two get along? And not to get, like, too deep or anything, but I know, like, a lot of, a lot of America is divided. There's so many people arguing. Not to, like, get into that, but, um... I just want to say it is possible. It is possible to be friends with people that don't have the same values as you. Now, obviously, um, you know, it's probably going to be better and you're probably going to get along better with someone if they are on the same page with you about like basic human rights. Not saying that my friend, (laughs) I really keep throwing him under the bus, not saying that he doesn't, but it's possible. And Furthermore than saying that it's possible, I think it can be helpful. A lot of people, um, no matter what you believe in, tend to surround themselves with people who are only in like the same thought bubble as you, the same kind of like headspace, which can be problematic because you never see outside opinions. You never kind of like hear other perspectives. So like, Having someone who disagrees with you on a wide variety, did I say ride? Wide variety of things can be good. Now, not saying either of y'all are right, but like it's good to be able to have like some discourse. You can get into like argument, not necessarily arguments, but you can debate things. That's the word. That is the word. I just put my hand on a spider. And it really allows for for some perspective. Now, in some cases, being able to debate, like, say, political things, like certain rights and stuff like that, has, like, debating it with with a person who has completely opposite views of me, or views that I have, has strengthened my views. I'm like, okay, well, I, I think you're actually insane, so I believe this harder. And then other times, I've had... um I've I, I've had debates with people who have different viewpoints. I'm like, oh, hmm, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this isn't something I believe in. So I guess what we'll get into right after this quick break is just kind of how to navigate that and how to deal with stupid people. Because anyone that disagrees with you is stupid. Remember that, mamas. Just kidding. Okay. Quick break. <laughs> okay. Um, One thing that I forgot to mention in the earlier segment was... <sighs> y'all, I, I, I love laying on my side. 
but it is so unnecessarily seductive for no reason. Not that like that is seducing anyone, but just looks a little funny. I know I just mentioned like dis dealing with friends that you have like disagreements about, but like they it can be applied to parents too. And I know a lot of people have parents with like completely different viewpoints than them, whether it be like politically other politically things. Um, and I think it's very important to like know how to be like agreeing to disagree with someone and then still like living harmoniously with them. Um, for example, like my dad used to like lean a little right wing and I was like very much like ah! the opposite of that. And it, it caused, like, a little bit of distance for a while. And, like, now, I don't know what happened. He's, like, very, like, left-leaning now. He had, like, a switch or something, some character development. But with with parents especially and, like, family members, it can be helpful to, like, learn how to disagree with them so that you can still be – still have them in your lives and still be in their lives because it's family. And I know – there's, I've seen a lot of discourse on Twitter about people being like, family means nothing. Cut them off if they're toxic. Which, <laughs> like, toxic people, yeah, maybe a little bit distance. But I feel like people just saying, like, family means nothing. Blood means nothing. Screw them all. Is, like, maybe a little bit extreme. Maybe just a little bit extreme. <laughs> so I think that... um. I think some of the ways you can live in harmony with someone that you disagree with is to kind of just, like, gauge their level of empathy. At least that's what I do when, like, deciding if I want to, like, pursue a friendship or a relationship with someone. It really doesn't come down to, like, what they believe in unless it's, like, actually something, like, bonkers, like, batshit insane. And they're like, I don't like people of a certain race. I'll be like, whoop never mind but for me it's a lot about seeing how much empathy they have towards people in general and that's what like a lot of like i feel like politics can be boiled down to is you know if people can like think outside of their own bubble and care about others and that is like what i value personally above all things because you can have it doesn't matter like if you're left leaning if you're right leaning if you vote, voted for Biden if you voted why am I saying voted if you voted if you if you voted with Biden if you took a vote with him like you can be either you can believe in like any political thing but still be a total asshole and that is something that a lot of people forget that like each side has mean people and, you know, sometimes people will even use like, say, for example, like um, someone might be, oh, a perfect example is like the whole treat people with kindness. Like you'll see people like a Harry Styles fan and they'll have in their bio like treat people with kindness and then be actual demons that crawled out of the freaking cosmic rift caused by the Demogorgon. Like People can use, like, certain ideologies and beliefs to, like, mask being an a-hole. They'd be like, oh, I'm a nice person because this, but I'm actually evil and toxic and man manipulative. And 
that is something that I never really um kind of like wrap my head around until like past few years. I there's so many like kind of factions or beliefs or um values that people would like say they would have and I would automatically just assume they're a good person. Um and then they would turn out to be evil and not that. And vice versa, there's other things um that uh, uh, some traits that I used to think were like evil that people would say they were and I would like automatically demonize them in my head and then find out that they're actually a nice person. Like minus a few things, but they were they could be nice. And it's like I feel like when you when you boil people down to like certain things I'm using big words. I said things. Let me like think of something bigger than that. When you boil people down to like w- like one belief. Say someone's like I don't want I don't like taxes. And so they might be like a little bit more right leaning, a little bit more republican. That doesn't necessarily mean they're a terrible person. A lot of people will get like lumped together into like big big overarching kind of like factions. I keep using that word. I need a better thing. Like groups of people when they don't actually believe in that. Like <laughs> you'll see like people you know when when people say they're like, "Oh, I voted for Biden." And then like someone on the right side will be like, well, you're a communist. It's like, well, that doesn't make much sense. Or if someone's like on the right side being like, I don't want to pay as much in taxes. And then people will be like, well, you're, you voted for Trump. You're a Trump supporter then. It's like, and there, that very much might be the case depending on the person. I don't know. These are little figurative examples floating around in my head. Um, but in general, I just feel like it's kind of better to get to know a person before, like, judging them based off of preconceived notions you have about them. Sorry, I'm, like, (laughs) I have, like, a hangnail on my toenail, and it's bugging me to no end. To no end. Oh, my God. Um, side note, remember, I think I talked about this on the episode we were talking about, like, lying on the internet or something. But remember when, like, it was the election, the 2020 election, and people were, like, people were, like, making these fake, like, voter registration, like, sheets and, like, websites. And they were, like, Mark D'Amelio is a Republican. That means Charlie D'Amelio is a Republican and she voted for Trump. And I saw, like, TikToks with, like, 200,000 likes being, like, Charlie D'Amelio voted for Trump. And I was, like, what What are y'all saying? First of all, she's she was literally, like, 16. And second of all, it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, a voter registration card edited with, like, Snapchat. Like, it was, like, the Snapchat font. And people, like, ate it up and believed it. The comments were, like, this shows her true colors. What? <laughs> And oh my god, when people like tried uh tried saying that Emma Chamberlain was a Republican because of like another edited voter registration card, it's crazy, crazy. And part of me like I don't I don't blame people that um do this will like maybe like judge someone based off of like a rumor or uh 
or even like not a rumor like someone could like say nothing about an issue and then people could just like assume that they like swing one way or the other on it which is also kind of whack um i lost my train of thought i was staring at like this little silver fish that was crawling towards me and i was like do i need to run but then it turned around there's one thing about this house is there's so many silverfish for no reason. I didn't realize those were actual things. Like, I thought they were only in Minecraft. So, to my surprise, when I see these little bugs crawling around, I'm like, what are these? And, like, it's a silverfish. I was like, like, y'all can tell I do not go outside when I'm, I'm making discoveries of animals that I thought only existed within Minecraft. That's really embarrassing, actually. Also, sorry, I keep getting distracted. I see, uh, I see this, like, I bought this leg hair dyeing cream, and it's been sitting on, um, above the fireplace here in my basement for a year now, and I haven't used it, but I kind of want to do it now. But I just shaved my legs, like, kind of recently, so nothing really there to bleach. Maybe I'll do my eyebrows. That'd be kind of fun. Okay. Um, side note, the tour that I am on is underway. I mean, by the time this is up, it'll be, com it'll be done. The Canada part, the U.S. states are to be determined. I know it's very annoying, like constantly hearing that, like me being like, U.S. states coming soon, but, um, it will happen soon. We just got to work some thingies out. Uh, but the Calgary and Vancouver dates were so fun and, I know I just announced this tour and then gave zero details on what it was on. And that was, like, partly on purpose because basically it's, like, it's, like, a stand-up comedy experience. But also it's, like, it's, like, one of my YouTube videos live, basically. Like, I'm talking, but there is, there's songs, funny little songs, funny little music moments, um... And there's, like, a screen behind me. So, multimedia presentation. You know, you got the whole thing. All things covered. But, um, one of the main reasons why I really wanted to do it is because, like, I enjoy making people laugh. And I wanted to see what that would look like when it's not through a video that's been, like, edited for eight hours. And I wanted to see if I could make people laugh in person. And I think I was able to. So... Um, it's been very fun just kind of testing that out and also just so fun meeting you guys. Um, every, every person that comes to the show, we, we do a little meet moment. We have a fun little banner, take a little picture. Uh, but I, I mean, as of recording this, I have the final show in Canada, um, which will be in Toronto in a few days. And I'm very nervous cause it's going to be the biggest turnout out of all the dates. And I'm scared, but no, it, it, it truly blows me away. It was like so amazing just like meeting you guys in person for the first time like forever like aside from just like when like i get recognized at the mall or something or situations like that it's been so crazy being able to meet you guys in person and some of y'all left me like letters and art and stuff and i the way i cried for hours for hours after each show i was like <clears throat> so thank you all for coming um it means so much to me, and I'm so excited for the Toronto date. I'm so excited for the U.S. dates. Uh, but with that all being said, um, oh, my God. Ew, how did I clip my toenail? I'm not showing y'all because my feet are not made. The dogs are not getting on the Internet. But 
the way I was cutting my toenails before this, and there's a crack, like, almost halfway down my toenail. Like, it's, like, split in half. How does that even happen? And how did I not feel... I'm gonna throw up. Genuinely, I'm gonna throw up. That is so disgusting. Um, anyways, I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. This was kind of a random episode, but just thought I'd put it out there. Just wanted to say, hey, y'all, I'm friends with Republicans. <laughs> okay. Um, please stay safe. I love you very much. Um, tweet me your near-death. No, not your near-death experiences. <laughs> that was so muscle memory to say that. Tweet me your drama stories, and I'll read them on a future episode. And I'll give you some advice. So if you want me to get, if you want advice on your drama Use the hashtag Drama Mama Podcast on Twitter. My at is Ben of the Week, and I will read it on a future episode. Um, make sure to follow me on YouTube, Instagram, at Ben of the Week. And I will see you all next freaking Wednesday. Sorry I've been so late with the uploads. I keep having file issues, but we're fine now. We're good. We're good. I'll see you next Wednesday. I love you so much. Ben of the Week, it's chill.